Hello, hello, hello. Hey, welcome back. back to the Balin and Anthony show, baby. Babies. So as we mentioned last time, we're going to be continuing our conversation about moving to New York City. New York. This time, maybe less uh, conceptual, a little bit more practical. Yes. Kind of like what we did to make this feasible as 20... literal college graduates. How old were we? 22 and 23? That's, yeah, when we came, yeah. So young. So, so No jobs. (laughs) (laughs) Not yet, anyway. I think we were here for a whole month before either of us got paid. Yeah, that was hard. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) How'd we get there? How'd we get there? How did this, oh yeah, take us back to Hawaii, May 2021. Right. So we were on a trip celebrating our graduation. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> yes. And it was amazing. It was a time of our lives. It was so much fun. And while we were there, Balin, you one morning opened up your email. Let me you tell know. this part. Yeah. This is my I, story. I segueing into you. Thank you for the segue. <laughs> this is my story. I feel like RuPaul right now being dramatic. This is my runway. Ooh, girl, you got she-mail. Silence. Bring back my girls. <laughs> Let us ladies decide. <laughs> now, it's us, now that it's just us girls. What, what do you is. think, Anthony? Cleopatra? Sashay away. <laughs> that would be a good drag name, Anthony Cleopatra. Yeah, maybe that, maybe that is my name. Okay, anyway, so I was we were in Hawaii celebrating the graduation of our both of our college experiences. We graduated. Let's tell them, let's tell them what we graduated in cuz they may not even know. Like what our degree was? Mhm. Uh mine was audio and video production, BA, uh minor yes. in music business. Yes. And I was major I have a Bachelor of Science in Political Science with a minor in dance, magna cum laude, honors program. (laughs) Congratulations, love. Thank you. So I had spent the whole year applying to grad schools with Anthony's help, um, proofreading all my stuff, emotionally supporting me through all that manic depression that I was literally gained like 20 pounds and... It was not well. I was not well. Um, and It was not well either. No, it was terrible because I was applying during like the winter months whenever like everything was dark and depressing. It was terrible. And, uh, and COVID times. So I was literally going to online classes. It was terrible. But anyway, so I had applied to, I had had my heart set out for UCLA and I had gotten a rejection. Oh my God, do you remember that day in the um, Urban Outfitters? And I literally like ugly cried in the dressing room. And I was like, look at this. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm a piece of shit. I can never get anywhere. You know what I mean? Those like, were tough times. <laughs> and they supported me through it all. I literally had like, I had like no emotion on my face and just tears streaming down like Cassie from Euphoria type <laughs> energy type beat <laughs> over not getting into UCLA. Um... But who did I think I was applying to UCLA like that? No, you could get in. Yeah, they sent me an email. They were like, listen, we love you. Apply when you're older. That was the thing I realized through the application process was I was like super young to be applying for this kind of program. Usually like professionals of like 10 years apply for these kinds of programs in dance. Like never. It's different because it's dance? Yeah, like usually. It seems like other people just go straight to grad school after college, but in your program, you're the youngest by like. Because you can't, you can't work in the profession as uh, with like any more, you used to be able to, but with just a like a BA, BS, like you can't in other industries, like say sociology or business, you go straight out into the workforce with that unless you wanted to specialize in a track because you wanted to get a certain kind of job, right? But with dance, Honestly, getting an MFA doesn't help you get more jobs as a dancer. It helps you get a job as a dance teacher. Mm. And usually programs want to hire people who have been working as professional dancers for a long time. I see. Yeah. So either you have to be a really strong creator, an artist, or you have to have a lot of experience. (laughs) 
happens that I'm just a really strong creator. So <laughs> anyway, so I had been waiting for, for this email. Because um, you were on the wait list at the time. Yeah, so the story about the wait list was that like I thought I was going to get in Sarah Lawrence because I had applied to UCLA and I had applied to UC Irvine and I hadn't heard back from UC Irvine. Um, I thought I might get in there cause they were, they liked me, but I had heard back from UC Long Beach, which was my like backup. Cause I thought I could definitely get in there and they said no. Um, and I basically got an email from Sarah Lawrence. Um, I applied for them super late, super last minute, like the night of the deadline, like two minutes before midnight. And because uh, I didn't apply to any schools on the East Coast at all, you know, because I was like, I want to go to California, the warm weather, you know, that was my dream. Um, and I was like, I'll be close to L.A. so I'll get some like jobs. But New York was calling my name before I knew, you know what I mean? It felt destined. Yeah. And um, and Anthony's from New Jersey. So that was comforting. So it felt it was like- a little coming back home arc for me. So it felt like everything was in place. And then I got the message. I got the email from Sarah Lawrence and they said, listen, we've waitlisted you, but we love you. And just wait until April, whatever. It was like April 5th or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or 15th, I think. But it took even longer than that to respond, right? Yes. Yeah, so let me tell you the timeline. So they said, we'll let you know by April 15th. So April 15th rolls around. I was going through this huge process with my sorority, um, to get a job there, a really cool job where I was like going to be like traveling the U S and, um, making some good money. And I had gotten it. I was one of two people that got it in the whole U S and a lot of people applied. And so it was a huge honor. And I was like, I had basically given up my dream as a dancer. I was like, okay, this is what is meant for me. I'm meant to be like a education professional, you know, some, some kind of education professional, higher education administration kind of thing. And cause I was, that's what I did all throughout undergrad. And I still do that now. I actually get paid to do that. So yeah, I was like, this is, this is it for me. And then we signed our lease again for a whole calendar year in Nashville. Yeah. We thought that was just going to be the plan. We were like, all right, well, you know, Cause it was like either pay a bunch of money to like, well month to month. Yeah, would have they would have increased the rent price by like, yeah, like, like a lot, almost doubling it to do month to month. Yeah, and we were like, there was no, like, we didn't know if Sarah Lawrence was gonna happen. Yeah, it just seemed we just basically made the commitment of staying in Nashville for just one more year. Yeah, because Sarah Lawrence didn't get back to me basically. And it's just annoying that our apartment complex makes you sign on again three months prior. Yeah. I mean, I guess almost every place probably does that, but... Not this place. Yeah, the, the place we're in right now. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> so, basically, you know, babe, sprinkle all your goodness over this, over this story because you have so many insights. You know, this is, this is from my point of view because this move really did center around, like, my dream, but you had a huge part in this, like you were the major reason I decided to go. Like, I wouldn't have gone without you. No, that's sweet. I'm serious. Really? No, I probably would have taken the Theta job if it weren't for you. What? Yeah. Wow. I wouldn't have had the courage to move out here by myself like that, I don't think. Oh, no way. Yeah. And to pursue my art. Wow. Yeah. Truly, babe, truly. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, God, I could support you in that way. You're the one that made me become a dancer again. I was a political science major. Yeah, but you never took it this far. Like, whenever we have a fight, you'll say, I would be here with or without you. Because I have to say that. I thought you were telling the truth in those moments. Those are mind games, babe. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're not mind games. But they're just I like, know. It's just, you know, I had to stand in my power when we were arguing. Because what am I supposed to do? I'm trying to transport myself back to that time. But there was just so much going on that it's, like, difficult to even, like, remember the specific moments. Yeah. Everything felt like a blur, you know? Because it was, we like... We were really happy. Yeah, honestly, we were. We were, like... This is where we're meant to be. Yeah, that we just felt like, okay, like, that was tough, but we're gonna, like, be in Nashville. We're gonna, like, build something here. So yeah. I was looking for jobs. I was, you know, I was doing my thing, like, freelancing, working on mm-hmm. building that. 
there was, you know, a bunch of different stuff going on. Like pandemic vibes were shitty, but like the summer felt a little better. Uh, but, but but really, that didn't last very long because as, as soon as you got that email, then like a couple weeks later, after we had just Basically, made all these commitments, we, we were in we Hawaii, living it up, celebrating our new life with my sisters. And I was laying in bed and I said, no fucking way. I cannot believe this. No. I said, no, no, no. I'm not going. I literally said this to Anthony. I showed Anthony the phone. I said, I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not doing this. That's what I said. Now they want me. I'm not doing it. That made no sense. Yeah. And Anthony was like, because we had been talking about on that trip, me applying to the University of Hawaii next year. Yeah. I, so all, I guess here's my perspective at the time. I was like... I kind of am committed to this now. Like, you know, I was pretty much just attached to like, we're going to stay in Nashville for a year and Mm -hmm. we really might just move to Hawaii next year. Like for real, for real. Like if you go to grad school there, that's where we're going to move. I was basically just wherever you want to go to grad school, I will move there. And you're only going to apply to schools, to places that I would also like to, you know, where we would Mm -hmm. be able to live together happily. Mm -hmm. So that part of it was, was nice that we kind of had that agreement. Yeah. That we would go someplace where we'd both be happy, even if it meant that we were going kind of with the intention of you getting your degree. Yep, exactly. You were very supportive. And I was mad. Because <laughs> I was like, what the heck? They took almost a whole l- month longer to get back to yeah. you. Yeah. To let you know, they know. actually just got back to me today with those jobs I applied for at Sarah Lawrence. Didn't get them. Really? I applied for that, I think, like four months ago. They're such buffoons. And they copied and pasted the same exact message for both jobs. Oh, <laughs> my funny. God. I hate them. I wonder if they... I think they almost just didn't hire anyone. Yeah, you I don't know, think It kind of feels like they just didn't... Like, They're going through stuff right now. How could you People have are unionizing a job up them. for that long? Sarah Lawrence is a whole other topic. Um, <laughs> it's so hard to tell this story because there's just like... A lot have happened. Let's just try to... Steer clear, babe. Stay on track. Stay on we track. We can do this. <laughs> So I get the email, I'm like, no, 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 no. And then we're like thinking about it and we're like, wait, New York City. Yeah, we're like, uh, New York, hello. Wait, we could actually do this. And this is like, this is May. So like we would have to move in like a month or two. Like we had to August 1st because my school started September. And we needed to be, you know, we needed to get out of our lease you know i mean it was like there's a lot of logistics yeah keep in mind balen had just accepted the job with theta yeah we had just signed the lease blah 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 so now we're about to just like try and reverse (laughs) it's like uno so we basically get back home and i take like another week to think about it got an extension on my like answer i just got home from a big trip and didn't see this email I don't know. I talked to my mom. I talked to my nana. I talked to all my friends. I talked to my mentor. Like I talked to my mom. Yeah. She was like, do it. You're coming home. Yeah. <laughs> it seemed like everybody was like, do it. Yeah. Everybody was rooting for us. Mm-hmm. So it felt like it was like cosmic. Something was like pulling us there here. If, yeah. It felt right. It felt right. It felt like Nashville was safe. Yeah. And New York city was bold. Bold. Exactly. Cause it wasn't like we had just like, we didn't plan to go to New York city at all. We would not have been there without the situation that kind of made, forced us. You know, it was always something that was like, maybe we would live there, but I don't think we would ever seek it out like that. Yeah. Does anyone really seek out New York City? Some. Something's got to bring you here, I feel like. Well, I mean, a lot of people from our school moved here without really jobs and stuff. That's different. They're people from our school. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're built different. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> we basically, we, we thought about it and I felt really bad, like reaching out to my job that I had just gotten and being like, hey, like I just opened a conversation, a dialogue with them. And they were like, if you really want to go to school right now, we'll support you in that. Like, we'd love to make this, you know, part time for you, but we can't do that at that time, at this time. So unfortunately... Um, you know, this is not the year that you'll be doing this position. And so I was like, yeah, I think this is the best path for me. And, you know, it ended up, we, it was very like amicable and it felt like that, that decision felt easy because they made it really easy for me, you know, to want to pursue that. And, um, I felt terrible about doing that to them though, because I just, I felt so grateful for the job, for the role. 
Yeah. Um, and excited about it. And I had to grieve that because, I mean, sometimes I even now I'm like, I look back and I'm like, what, did I make the wrong decision? Because this program is really, really hard. <laughs> but I am, I'm glad. I knew, I know I made the right decision. It's, I knew it was going to be a challenge. It's either do the thing that you know you're good at or do the thing that's really challenging, but you've always dreamed of. You mm. know what I mean? Mm. Like, that's always been my kind of struggle in life is like, do you just settle in what you know you can do and what others know you can do? Or do you do the thing that no one thinks you can do? It was basically, we were running on a trail and then you saw there was like a really, there was like a pavement path and then there was like a fucking log to climb over. Which one are you going to do and look back and be proud of more? You know, we chose the log. Yeah. We kind of had that moment where we just, you know, we kept talking about it and I would, it, it, it would swing between like, convincing each other and convincing ourselves and then we did it we convinced ourselves and we decided <laughs> it was the right choice and then we realized we had just signed a lease right so that was we the next to figure out that we started talking to our apartment complex and they would not let us out of our lease it was terrible we realized how horrible like corporate apartment complexes are yeah management are absolute shit uh we won't slander this apartment complex, but if you want to know, DM us. Yeah. Cause no, the complex is great. It's the management company. It's the issue. Yeah. The management companies come and go. So they, they wouldn't even like help us out since it was like a change of, cause I also got a job at Sarah Lawrence, like right after that, like literally that's how I knew this was the right decision. Cause it, literally I like quit that job, accepted the offer at Sarah Lawrence the next day, got an offer. You know what I mean? For a job yeah. on campus. So I knew it was the right decision. It was all going the right way. And I provided all that proof for them, like the timeline of when we signed it, my job offer, my second job offer, my acceptance letter. Like, you know what I mean? Like just switching. They did switching. not care. They and literally care. we'd only signed the lease less than a month earlier. Oh my God. It was 15 it, it, days or something like it that. It wasn't even like the new lease had started yeah. yet. It was like literally three months out. They were like, hey, to avoid a fee, please sign on for next year if you're going to stay. And they would not they did not care that it was literally yeah. a handful of days. We would have had to pay two months rent, three months. Yeah. Yeah. They would have made us pay. I a think $3,000 buyout fee, right? $3,000 fee. Yeah. Essentially two months worth of rent. If we wanted to cancel the lease, we learned through a friend who was <laughs> going through an issue with the roommates. Yes. Shout out to my boy that, that you could, exit a lease at this place actually there's this kind of secret yep. that you can leave they the never lease. talked about new people can hop on the lease yes all you have to do is just basically pay an application fee application fee like a little exit and then fee, an like exit a couple fee. hundred bucks like a yeah. hundred two hundred bucks which is a lot better than three thousand yeah so we were like oh okay and i brought i go into the office i'm like hey can i do this and she was like no and i said oh really well so and so just did it last week he told me he talked to you directly about it and she said, oh, yeah, you can do that. I was like, yeah. So this was our way out. And looking back, we should have done things differently. But we were young, dumb, and stressed the fuck out because we needed to move in a month. And by this time, it's June or like mid-June, right? We were kind of dragging our feet a little bit. Yeah, we were. Because you know, we, we it were, was scary. It was really scary. And we also had no idea what the fuck to do. No. We didn't oh my know God, what it was so scary. We were, we were, you were applying for jobs still. You, you know what yeah, I mean? It was now just, my job hunt had gone from Nashville to New York city, to New York city. And I was like, Oh fuck. <laughs> it was just a lot at once. It was pulverized. Cause then simultaneously we're now like, Oh shit. We have to round up thousands of dollars in the next two yes. months because we need to get there in yes. August to yes. at least have a tiny bit of time to try and settle, maybe yes. even unpack before starting our shit. Yeah. That did not happen. No. We were box city for the first like month and a half. But anyway, tracking back to where we were at, like so much was going on and we're like, oh shit, we need to get out of this lease. And then simultaneously we need to find like, at least for me, I need to find like a source of income in New yes. York and a source of income now. Cause the time I was, you know, I was chilling off of my freelancing and like DoorDash slash Uber driving. Yeah. You know, like I didn't need a lot of money back then. Our, our rent was really cheap. Everything was cost of living was cheap. Cost of living was cheaper there. So altogether I was like, I can build, mm -hmm. but then it went from that to like, I Astronomical. have nothing to build off of. Like I need to like survive in capitalism now. Yeah. 
So it was a huge shift in our lives. Like, I don't know how we even made that shift from babies to adults, like out of nowhere. Man. Well, the next part we will not get into for legal reasons because <laughs> some shenanigans went down. But just know it was absolutely horrifying, a nightmare, probably the worst thing that you can imagine. And that's what happened. But eventually, and we'll go back and talk about how we got into this apartment, but how the apartment saga in Nashville ended was that we were able to find some people interested in taking over the lease because it was a great deal. They, the, our apartment was a two bedroom townhouse and it was listed. We got it for 1500 a month, which was COVID pricing and it had gone all the way up to 1900 a month. Yeah. They're about to list it for that much. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, so we, that was kind of our draw and we found two folks who were willing to take it off our hands. We signed, they signed on, we signed off. It was the end of the story. Yep. Uh, everything that happened in between that, it was scarring and catastrophic, but yes. like Balin said, it just like, we can't talk about go it. into that. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so we finally got out of that lease, which was amazing. Um, and yeah, so we didn't. We we definitely didn't um, end up paying three thousand. We'll you just know. say that. And um, well, actually, <laughs> we'll just say that. But <laughs> that saga ended. But this is the good part. This is a good part. If you made it here, these are the juicy tidbits. So we had a grueling apartment search um, yeah. to get to in New York City. Cause, oh my God, because we're like literally trying to find jobs and shit. And then we're also like, we don't have anywhere to stay. Yes. <laughs> in so New York City. We were like, the options were what we really wanted to do. So my school's in Bronxville, New York, which is about an hour from the city by train and an hour by car, right? Or isn't it? Basically, Bronxville is just right on the outskirts of New York City. Yeah, it's right it's, on the outskirts. It's north of the Bronx. Yeah. You know, it's it's connected to, like, Westchester County, which is, like, Yonkers, New Rochelle, all these kind of, like, New York State towns. And, uh... Yeah, a lot of commuters live there. Yeah, it's definitely, like, the ri- like a rich commuter town, Yeah, right? exactly. It's like, very wealthy, yeah. It, it gives, like executive vibes well, yeah exactly yeah definitely <laughs> it gives big executive vibes and and it has like a train station that goes directly well, it was a in. town actually founded a quote around founded uh imperialized by people who wanted the in what, what was it the like 30s 40s like no it had to been earlier because sarah lawrence is so much older it was the first like women's school that offered master's degrees for women's or something women um it must have been the late 1800s or something but um early 1900s basically it was like people who did business in new york city wanted like a like a calmness and so they went and like built this town and now it has all these like funky architecture buildings it looks like a little like cottage slash it is cottage core yeah it's weird cottage core slash city a bunch of liberal white liberals win <laughs> yeah definitely giving old white liberals yeah so but yeah Bro- bronxville is in this spot where it's like you need a car to get there or you need to have a shitty train ride that costs like eight dollars each way yeah. Because it's not connected to the New York City trains. It's New York State thing. So our options were live in Bronxville, which is pretty expensive, or Yonkers or Mount Juliet, which is further from the city and Oof. very suburban, very like residential yeah. and be closer to my school, which only I would only do if it was just me. But since we had Anthony, Anthony wanted... His, it was more important for him to be closer to the city or in the city because of job opportunities. Right. So we landed on really wanting to live in the Bronx because we also had a friend, Hannah, who lived here as well, no longer lives here, now lives in Harlem. She lived here down the street, actually, and we... We had been to her place several times and we always felt like the neighborhood was super safe and comfortable. Like, you know, when you go to a place... Growing up, I had been to New York City up to 20, maybe 20 times I had been to New York and all those times were like 
Midtown Manhattan or Brooklyn mm-hmm. just for concerts, you know, where all the concert venues are. Mm-hmm. I had never seen really anything else from New York City except for those hot spots. Yeah, areas. we hadn't really seen like the residential kind of neighborhoods. Yeah. Then except with the exception being three or four times coming to New York City and going to Hannah's neighborhood Mm -hmm. and Hannah's place. So we were like, okay, we could do this. You know, this could be comfortable. You know, we let's let's start looking for apartments right there because it'll be like a 20 to 30 minute drive for Balin to get to Bronxville Mm -hmm. at school, Sarah Lawrence. And then for me going into the city, it would be like 45 minutes to an hour to really go anywhere in Manhattan. And how we got to that logic is we had to actually make a visit. So luckily Anthony's cousin was getting married in, was it June or July? July. Something like that. June, June 10th, right? Yeah, it was June 10th. So early June. (laughs) date, oh my gosh. And so, yeah, we came here and we went apartment shopping. We had a few apartments picked out. We had some, Anthony set up some visits with some, uh, what are they called? I was reaching out to landlords and agents, yeah. brokers, mm-hmm. whatever. Brokers. Yeah. Brokers and just like, you know, f- lined up a bunch of spots for us to go to, to kind of whittle down what neighborhood in the Bronx will we do? So, cause we had like, there was like a South Bronx, mm-hmm. which is just intense. Cause it's intense, basically cause it's just basically Manhattan. Manhattan. Yeah. It's basically uh, Harlem. Like, yeah, it's all it's intense. Like it's so busy. Like everybody's doing stuff, ton of hospitals, ton of like, it was right near the hospital. Yeah. So it was just like loud, very loud. It was cool. I mean, it was a good summertime vibe. Like if I went Definitely. back now, I would be so much more used to it. But at yeah, the same back time, then, it's not really where I would want to live first coming into the city. No. And it wasn't like a place you want to be if you are like an out of, out of town or like it's definitely a local spot. Like, yeah, they're, they're trying to gentrify it. That's exactly. why they were entertaining us. <laughs> exactly. They were like, come live here. Yeah. Because they, they thought we were going to, they were like, oh, you know, it's we're trying to make the Bronx artsy. They were literally, and it's like this dude that has lived in Bronx his whole life trying to gentrify the Bronx. I was like, oh yeah. God. One in, then the next apartment we saw in Little Italy, which I was pretty attached to this neighborhood. Yeah, I'll be honest. Were. Little Italy, the OG Little Italy in the Bronx is fucking sick. You should come out and see it if you're in the area or if you're ever passing through. But we toured this fucking box apartment. You know the gentrification architecture style. Yeah, it was like minuscule size for what eighteen hundred a month mm-hmm. for literally like teeny tiny. A, like it was something like you would get in the up city. In little- <laughs> You might as well live in downtown Manhattan, like. Yeah, you might as so well just small. get like a studio. Yeah. Because this was basically a studio with chopped off walls to make it a two bedroom. Bathroom like, was nice though. Bathroom was fucking sick. Kitchen was actually really nice too. Yeah. But it was teeny weeny, and also parking is just really bad in that area. Oh, God, it's more it's city. So I mean, that was really like the Bronx is really a fucking city. We just live like the deepest part of the yeah, Bronx. Yeah, we do. We live, we live in the residential, the sleepy part, the old old man, old lady part. Literally, um, generations past. This place was cool though because it was like tons of like shops and nightlife and great food. Yeah, it was a cool part of the Bronx. I definitely liked it. So we saw that. We saw that. Did we go anywhere else in the Bronx? There was no. one we decided not to tour because there was like needles outside the apartment. Yeah, it, it was. That was. It was the same thing. It's like and that's not a characteristic of the Bronx. It's just that's just anywhere you go, urban city. You know what I mean? You're gonna get. You're gonna see shit like. Nashville had that too. Like every city you go to, you're gonna when you tour apartments, you gotta know like what the basically just kind neighborhood of is out like. The neighborhoods, yeah. yeah. So yeah, the the first spot we were like, oh, I'd rather not even see this one. We don't really want to live here. We saw those two other ones. We were like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think we found the one yet. Yeah. But at the same time, we're going to stay over at Hannah's, and it's like, ah. Oh. And we so out to we eat with go her. out to eat, and it's a beautiful summer's night, and we're walking back. And we're walking back, like we're at the end of our trip, at the end of our walk at the end of the night and we're on her street and we see this sign in one of the apartment windows Yes, that says for rent Yes, and a little phone number. And I'm trying to like, it's kind of dark. So I'm trying to like not be weird and shine a flashlight on this person's window, but also like figure, you know, start staring at it, kind of trying to see and like approach it. And... Out of nowhere, a woman materializes and says, hey, like, are, are you guys interested in this place? And we're like, yeah. And she was like, oh, was it her brother or her cousin? Brother. Oh, my, my brother lives up there. He owns this whole place. Like, it was a building with, I think, nine units, you know, like a three-story, like three by three. 
And she was like, oh, my brother owns this place. Like, let me go get him for you. And she goes up and brings him out. And he's kind of like shy. Seems like a really nice, like humble guy, like super sweet. And he's like, oh, okay. And he gives me his phone number and his name. And we're like, OMG, like this could be it. Like this could really be it. We were so hype that after this very long day of traversing New York City traffic in the middle of the summer, sweating our asses off, not knowing where the fuck we are, like kind of not really feeling confident about where we're going to stay in one or two more months, uh, we get this like total blessing. We're like, oh my gosh. So we followed up right we we get yeah. but the the process of communicating with this sir is a little bit <laughs> difficult because he's hard to reach very hard to reach he we we learned back then but we didn't even understand like the new york hustle the new york grind like it's totally different from nashville like i really looking back like we completely adapted now the new york life but like back then we were like why is he answering right when he you know we text him because we thought, you know, don't you want your apartment like rented? We want to rent your apartment, you know, like we have a guarantor, we have jobs, you know what I mean? Lined up like you should want to rent your apartment. That's what we were thinking. That's what you would think. No, no, no. Everything is hustling out here. Like dude was like, I'm gonna hold off because I think I can get someone better or something. I don't even know what he thought, but yeah. Um, he basically just gave us that treatment, like not answering for multiple days at a time. And then would when he would respond and be like, yeah, you got it. Like, we're going to get you the apartment. You're right. He would call us and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are good. You guys are all good. Like I'm, uh, you know, you, you got it. You got the place. I'm like, sick. Okay. So like, yeah, we put an application, you know, put an application immediately. As soon as he finally sends it to us, we do it. Then radio silence, radio silence. And we're just, it's like Bon Jovi living on a fucking prayer. Yeah. <laughs> Cause we're literally like, this is our only shot. Every other place in the neighborhood is way over our budget. Yeah. Yeah. This, this place was in budget, in budget, spacious. That's the other thing. We really wanted a two bedroom, like really badly like, because, just because for our sanity yeah. as a couple and as individuals, like, cause that's, where, that's honestly, that's our secret. Like people want to know how we like have had a successful relationship it's having two bedrooms like yeah we could pay what we're paying now and be in a studio in manhattan and be more glitzy and glamorous yeah look how glamorous this is i'm surrounded by plants and all my musical gear and my ceilings are like 12 feet tall and we have our own personal space so that we can like do our own stuff when we want to do it it feels like we live in a house we do live in house and i think it's just the space is really good for us personally like we're both so individual and we both have our own like lives going on, full jobs, full things. We're basically like roommates, but we're also love us. Yeah. Yeah. So we have, we do sleep in the same bed. We'll Don't. do a whole episode about this yeah. situation. Yeah. But just to give you a little thing like, yeah, that's we needed what to have was a on our bedroom. list. That's basically why now here that kind of ties in. Like we had a very specific ask that it needs to be a two bedroom and it needs to be really under like 1800 a month. Yeah. Like, Which was impossible in New York City. Yeah. I mean, where are you going to get that except for a hidden gem? A this hidden place gem. was right at it. I think it was 1900 a month. Yeah, it was 1900 which and was like, okay, we'll stretch. We'll do that. We we can make that work if it's as good as we... It's as good as we can get. Yeah. It's better than having a one bedroom and being at each other's throats. Yeah. And at that point, it was the biggest we had seen. Yeah. The, it was bigger than the other apartments. And that's saying something because that place is also small. Yeah. My pa- we didn't get to see it. My parents had to go in. They travel all the way. This is how this dude strung us along. They travel all the way here mm-hmm. from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. He shows us the place. Like, he meets my parents. Mm-hmm. He's like, yep, you guys are good. Like, you guys are great. But there's never any signing of papers. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we're trying to get things moving. Like, can we please, like, formalize this? And he says, okay, I've received a lot of applicants. I'm going to have to talk with my family about who we're going to choose. My daughter. Right. But then it's his daughter, then it's his sister, then it's his fucking daddy. He kept so saying I eventually people. get on the phone with this dude. Because I'm calling him, he's not answering. Yeah, he's blowing Anthony off. I get on the phone with him, he has daughters, I'm like, I'm gonna appeal to him. I'm like, dude, let's just call him... <laughs> Mateo. And... <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck? What? Is that not a comparable name? It is. And that's why it's funny. Yes. <laughs> Basic male name. And this man is like, 
extremely successful. Like, and he obviously takes a lot of pride in his his building. You know, he's got a new building on the block. Basically, yeah. like this building was probably built within the last twenty years, whereas all the others were built more like 50 plus years back and it's all newly renovated he had gotten it like yeah. in a housing crash a fuckload of, yeah yeah definitely he's got a fuckload of security cameras yeah. all this shit like he's it's, like and he lives on the top floor with a nice like mm-hmm. pad he, like he and this rubbed me the wrong way when he said this that the all the driveways are his yeah for all his you cars yeah he, this dude has literally three cars so one of them cars. is a te- he even has more cars in the back yeah I, I walk by now and i see them he he was a little shady now that i think about it but as in like shady like he he's very successful but like the, you know he's a capitalist he's a capitalist exactly so i get on the phone with him and i'm like mateo what's going on like you've been stringing us along i'm we don't have anywhere to live at this point we this is all this we put all our we had put down a really large uh application fee yeah. uh which was basically doubling as like a a a deposit like it was um, 80 bucks yeah and each i thought it was 20 each oh something like that it was like it was a lot still hurt it was hurt it hurt yeah because we didn't get this back we didn't have any money yet and it was not never refundable. got it back and um we i was like i feel like you're stringing us along what's going on and he said you know i at this point he had never he had told us you know tomorrow i'll tell you tomorrow i'll tell you tomorrow I'll every tell day you. is tomorrow and i'm like dude yeah like I'm going to have to be here in a couple more tomorrows from now. Literally, it was like three weeks at this point. So I was taking like every day. I'm like sweating. You had to cry on the phone. now. I did. I had to cry. I had to be like, oh, my God. So then he reveals, okay, we already gave the apartment to somebody else. I said, I said, what? I said, who? You know, I demanded to know who and what their jobs were and how they came to this decision. I remember him. Oh, my God. The fucking his like voice is ringing in my head. He's like. I spoke with my with my daughter. Yep. And and she told me that they're the better person to go with. Yeah, exactly. Like, what the fuck do you mean Anthony's by that? Crying in the background. I'm crying on the phone. We're like, how could you do this to us? You told yeah. us it was us. Yeah. You told us, and in the past few days, you've just been putting off telling us. Yes. Because you knew that we'd be upset. Yes. How long were you going to string us along for? That's what we just he did. Calling you. I was like, we. You. I said that you should have given us the benefit of the a doubt. A weak man. You should have told us so that we could find somewhere else to live. Like this is just wrong. What you did to us. Like yeah, you fucked us. Over. It almost seemed like he was still trying to hold on to us just in case that those people didn't accept the offer or whatever. You it know, it did. It did feel that like way. we were number two. He was. He was just trying to play us. He was and playing the, us. And the whole thing of him just being like hard to reach, and even the language barrier just made it like, <sighs> yeah, because he would he would pretend that he'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know what I mean? And it's like, like dude, you know, you know. <laughs> I'm going to ask my daughter. He's like, I'm going to ask my daughter. I'm going to ask my daughter. It's like everything. That was his go-to. Can you stop? To put us off. That was crushing. Yeah, that was. (laughs) Oh my God. So we finally got off the phone with him and cause I made him like be like, you need to go back and tell your daughter to shut the hell up and that you made a promise to us. Yeah. first you need to rectify yeah this. you need to go back and tell her and then tell those people that you promised it to somebody else and that you're gonna give it to us and he said okay okay let me go talk to my daughter again i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna get y'all in and then he called he he doesn't even call us his daughter wrote up some dumbass message and said unfortunately i've already given the apartment away like it's something crazy this message that was so hurtful we yeah. put our trust in this man because we're like two little chickens trying to fly out of the coop and we trusted this person mm-hmm. who was telling us, yeah, you got the place. Like you met my, I met your parents. They're yeah. going to co-sign for you. Blah, 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 blah. Like it's all good. And then just to pull that from underneath us. And now it's really fucking crunch time. So and keep in mind, like I'm working like every single, like seven days a week, every single day trying to save up money for this trip. We're me starting too. to put shit in the boxes. Yeah. I, I was going working. Hard, babysitting. Yeah. Like, dancing. Every, we were dog sitting. Everything was like, all like all units go go yeah. go we're trying to book a u-haul we're like oh Wait, my god no fun summer U-Haul. at all 
literally no fun no fun i didn't even get to see anyone before i left no we had we didn't that summer was basically just survive 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 make it to new york like yeah just we just got to make it to new york somehow all the stresses of the lease this like u-haul boxes everything everything. was just like and then doing it with uh, spending as little as possible oh my god we fucking snap babe you know we did we did that shit we did that shit we We did i think we spent like two thousand dollars yeah, totally. On the move. Yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was a pretty cheap move for cross country. And, and our parents helped us. But um, thank you. Thank you to our parents. Tell them what happened next, what you did. Because Anthony, I have to say, I was at the babysitting gig and I was like, I give up. I give up. We're not even going. I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah. And I was like just crying every day and I was taking care of this little baby. And I was like, I'm just going to be a mother. I'm just going to be a mother. You know what I mean? Like I'm just. <laughs> and um, I was feeding this baby and then i get a text from anthony basically i just had to turn up one time (laughs) i found and i've always been a lover of craigslist i bought a 3ds xl a limited edition one on craigslist for like 120 bucks from someone still play it to this day i've gotten free things off of craigslist like the toilet from my nauseous music video thank you balen for driving there with me and putting it in the back of your car of course um, Craigslist has always been my friend. People don't trust it. People say things about Craigslist. But I got my first car on Craig- Craigslist. Really good. Me really too. Good car. Me too. Yep. So Craigslist is the fucking shit because you also get the deals on apartments. This thing was posted like within hours. Hours. And I was the first one to jump on it for show. I was the first, first one to jump on it and I reached out to our broker who he's a king. And so like we're just talking to him. We're like, oh yeah like this is our situation like it really sucked like but i see this place and and it looks great i'm like oh my god these floors are gorgeous there's well, like well actually no that's not what happened the 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 pictures <laughs> on craigslist oh, had yeah. carpets You're and right. i said ask the ask the um broker if the carpets have wood underneath if they would take the carpets out and he says they we actually already, did. already are taken out that was just from the last tenant Mm-hmm. It's actually wood floors. We're like, oh shit. Like what mm-hmm. other secrets does this place hold? Right. You know, this place is like fucking renovated. So we get on a FaceTime the next day with the beautiful owners. We won't say their names because we want to protect our identities, but. And the truth is, I don't even think it was FaceTime. I think it was WhatsApp video. And then we met the beautiful. <laughs> was with the landlord. The, the beautiful owners. And they were Italian, of course. And which so, was you know, our way in to, yeah you know i had to like make that uh, very clear that we were paisans yeah so that you know we can make make a little make a little deal and you know we just kind of showed our charm it was like it was like a date it was like hey like yeah will you have us because you know anybody who sees two little kids with like blue and pink hair <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, they're gonna he, be like, he what trusted, the heck? He trusted us, even though we were psycho. He could tell how genuine we were, yeah. and and also like we had built a relationship through calling, yeah, and finding out more information about the place, and 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 at the end of the day, like things went well, and we yeah. set up a time for my parents. Thank you for my dad, like going up and checking out. The he place didn't for even us. check it out until like right before we were already committed. We had already done every, all the signing. He came to sign the papers. Oh, and get the key. Yeah, you're right. So we actually committed to this oh place based on a FaceTime. We didn't really even yeah, pictures. You're right. We really didn't even know what it really was going to be like. We were just like, you Which know what? Is not recommended. No, you know, but sometimes you got to trust your gut. Yeah, you do. I mean, we, the good thing was that we knew the neighborhood and then we had seen we the building. We knew the neighborhood. We'd already. seen the neighbor. We had, we knew the building because we, we had seen it. We knew the building because we'd walked past it. And, and Hannah literally said, I bet I it'd wonder, be really cool to live yeah. in one of those buildings. She like, was I like, I wonder what's inside, what's inside there. Yeah, exactly. And ah, so, now I'm getting the happiness yeah, So basically we were like, let's just commit. Like we need an apartment. If it's the worst apartment ever, we're going to, you know, we'll get a new one. You know what I mean? It's just a place to live. Yeah. It's you know? one year. It's okay. Who cares? Like this yeah. also price. Price. We didn't even talk about that. This was the most alluring factor. Two bedrooms. One bath, dining room, large kitchen, three closets, kitchen. You guess what the price was? It was sixteen fifty a month. A month total. Total meaning eight twenty five per person. Yes, and then we of course like uh, was it water we had to pay for? Water included. Water is included, but electricity we pay for and internet. Yeah. Okay, so basically. 
easy peasy. Oh my God. So we basically were like, we're sold. Let's just do it. Like we need somewhere to live. We're moving at this point. I think we were moving in like two weeks. Literally. Yeah. It was down to the wire. Yeah. And so we, oh my God, I was so, I felt like. It was a rush. It was of such a it was like, relief. Oh I was like, we have a place to stay. Now. Yeah. We have a place we to have live. We have a place to live and we can actually afford it. This is barely more was, expensive than what we have now. In oh my Nashville. God. It was $150 more. And similar in setup. I mean, the Nashville place was slightly more spacious, but not by a lot. Okay. We don't, we haven't even gotten to that part yet. We got to get there. So we move <laughs> all our stuff. Um, basically the tips on that is you don't want to hire a moving company unless you got the big bucks. Um, we looked into that because my mom actually works for a moving company as a driver. Um, and we had someone actually come out and evaluate our apartment, but they quoted us something insane and it would have actually not costed that much. But if we were to go back, we would just go back and get an actual quote and like advocate for ourselves and be like, that is not an accurate quote. You know what I mean? We need an, someone else to come out here. But at this point we were just like, we got to move. It was a week. And also it was like looking, six days, you know, it was like super close to it. Yeah. And, and I'm also seeing now like cross country is just more expensive. You can move across New York city for like, yeah, but so we, I think we would have been able to, well, it wouldn't have been what he was saying. It, it would have been like 2,500. It wouldn't have been what it he wouldn't have been like 8,000 or something, yeah. which was 2,500 is close to what we spent with the U-Haul, but we did all the labor. So that's, I think going, looking back, we could have just been I thought more. the U-Haul was 1,300. It was 13, but then gas, gas and tolls and yeah, that shit was nuts. Yeah. So, Gosh. and the stress. And and then also just like having to pack your own shit. Yeah. Ugh. Never again. But, um, yeah, if you can, if you are not like us and you actually have time to save moving company, worth it, worth but it. just like really survey your options. They'll come to your house for free and check out what you have to move mm-hmm. and like, don't let them upcharge it. Like actually, cause the guy kept on saying like, Oh yeah, that's five big boxes. Like in our bathroom. I'm like, no. that's literally like one small box. Like yeah. what the fuck? But also we're just like, this is our first time. Everything was first time and we're doing it on our own, basically like all the logistics stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so we end up getting the, Oh my God, getting the U-Haul was a whole nother fucking trip. But we did get a U-Haul and we got, Do you remember that? Yeah, because we couldn't find, yeah, that there was, we we booked a U-Haul and then they didn't have it for some reason when we got there. So we had to go to two more locations and we finally got it. location, they also don't, like we literally had to go to three different U-Haul locations in three different parts of town to finally just get the U-Haul that we had. Oh my gosh. What you want to do with that is just call ahead and make sure that you get someone's (laughs) eyes on it. Yeah. <laughs> but they're also going to be rude to you. That's what we learned also, about this is that if you're not 30 years old, people are going to treat you like shit because they think that you're, you know, yeah. yeah. We look very young at this point. Like, like you said, he had a blue mullet. <laughs> I, <laughs> I had like pink highlights and, and we're just dressed like, and we're just, we just like graduated from Belmont. Dude, we're like Crocs, like, Tie dye, crop tops, like sunglasses, bucket hats. We look like fucking Justin Bieber and Haley Bieber, like jumped out of YouTube looking ass, like dumb. We look stupid. Another U Haul specific piece of advice go to the U Haul, like actual stores. They have third party locations that are like parking lots. Don't do that. that. Don't do that. Don't do that. That even if it's, it's like trap. literally like drive 30 minutes farther to yeah. just go to the actual U-Haul place because there's no one who attends those. Like it's just, you can't get a hold weird. of somebody. You don't know if it's really your U-Haul or not. Yeah. It's terrible. So, that's um, U-Haul 101. Also boxes. Uh, you could probably find boxes on Craigslist because after we moved, yeah. we put our boxes on Craigslist because we had so fucking many and people took them, but we did need all those boxes. We took a lot of stuff because oh, yeah. I'm not saying we didn't need them, but like we if did. you need, if you need a lot of boxes, like don't buy them from you. We took or a anyone. lot of stuff because of Mr. Anthony here. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I did have less boxes than you. Yeah, I did. It is interesting though. How, uh, you have more, I don't know. I have more furniture, basically all the furniture in this place. I wasn't even going to say it. I was going to say clothes. Literally, you own one dresser <laughs> and a nightstand, and that's yours. <laughs> Everything else is mine. <laughs> the bed. 
Okay, the I bed is the bed that. is yours. The bed is yours. Yes, and the mattress. Yes, of course. But everything else, I. All right, can we just take a quick detour to talk about this trend of sleeping on a fucking wooden plank from Home Depot? I want one. Stop it. Stop making fun of me. I'm gonna build one. Aw. Stop making fun of me. Okay. I want it. I'm gonna ask my dad how to build it. I'm gonna build it myself. I'll build it for you, and I'll carve your name into it. Thank you. Thank you. I would actually love you if you did that, but you will never do that. Just like you wouldn't hang my mirror until I hung it myself with command strips. Anyway, so <laughs> um, you haul's booked. You all boxes are being filled. Okay, so but babe, let me tell you, stop. You're detouring and you're telling all the emotional stuff. I'm giving tips. Oh my god! Well, we uh, uh, you <laughs> shut up. Stop. This is not therapy session. So basically. <laughs> <laughs> so basically what you want to do is you want to get medium sized boxes this whole tip. thing was a therapy session <laughs> yeah because this is what you do all the time i say let's talk about logistics and you're like let's talk about our feelings <laughs> let me take myself back to the time oh my god how could you not you spent uh, like 10 minutes being like i can't believe i can't believe mateo i can't believe mateo because <laughs> it hurt <sighs> okay anyway so keep giving them tips the tips are you want to use medium sized boxes because they're easier to carry and you can put less in them, but they're less heavy. So they won't like break. And, um, and then you also want to use your clothes as, um, wrapping paper for any breakables or anything that you think could get damaged. Just use your clothes because you won't have to buy as much wrapping paper or bubble wrap, um, which can get very costly. Luckily, like I said, my mom works for a moving company. So we got a lot of boxes and wrapping paper, uh, or moving paper from her company, which was really, really nice. Um, if you ever need to move, talk to us, uh, hit us up because we can get you connected some boxes in New Jersey. They have a location there yeah um but you just gotta let us know in advance because we gotta like call make an appointment and shit but um basically uh you should get medium boxes or yeah nobody wants no, to carry those large don't get the large ones here. unless you get the large ones if you put bedding in it like right. pillows i was actually just gonna say that because if it's something light and big throw pillows yeah that makes sense but or like if comforters. If it's anything heavy, the smaller the box, the better. I mean, is that is that obvious? To us, it was not obvious. No, it's not obvious to people. Like, I had to let Hannah know when she moved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so, and then you want to get, like, a bunch of tape, a lot more tape than you think. And surprisingly, duct tape worked a lot better than the, the packing tape. Yeah. I don't know why, but it just was... Duct tape is just OG. Yeah, and it was easier to OG rip shit. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But you still want to have like normal packing tape because you, if you have mirrors, you're going to take, if you do get large boxes, um, also you could use them for mirrors if you have mirrors. So you just put, uh, you might need to cut a box and put two boxes together, but you want to put the box around the mirrors and tape them up on um, both across and the opposite way so that it doesn't fall out and that's how you transfer your mirrors we did not break any of our mirrors in our yay yeah somehow all my cds broke did they several of them yeah are cracked i didn't know that yeah the cases sad i'm so sorry we were oh that's because you packed them bad you should have wrapped those all in shirts oh um anyway but um so from my mistakes so you you have to um, also you want to get like if you're getting a U-Haul you need to get uh, what what are they called babe the zip what are we what are they called the the things that we put out the- oh those like yeah those things that people do to secure shit to their car it's like the yeah the, zip like, ties or whatever they're not no. zip ties they're like hooks buckle belts something <laughs> and you want to get a lock for the U-Haul yeah that you can lock that way you can lock it because basically if you park that thing anywhere someone's like oh take all your furniture all of this person's uh most valuable belongings are in here so if you travel with your plants you put them in a box and you put them in your car but if there's too big they're too big like you have a really big plant you can put them in the u-haul and take them out when you go to like your hotel if it's like a cross country like it was for us it was like a 14 hour drive so we stopped halfway in between and we just put them out by the u-haul and no one touched them and they got sun rays when we woke up in the morning and the other pro tip is that if you're traveling with two little babies, um, <laughs> you 
baby, basically animals. We have two babies. We have two cats and they were under one years old at this point, but they were big. They slept the whole way here. So what I did with them is that, um, like the two, three weeks leading up, um, I took them out into the car. I put them in a carrier, took them out to the car that we were going to drive with. And I, got them like this. I just sat in the car with them for like hours, like maybe an hour or two hours a day and, um, let them sniff around. Cause that's the biggest thing is that cats want to sniff, you know, they want to like know where they're at and they don't want to, their, their sense of smell is like they're everything, you know? And also they, they want to feel familiar. So I put some blankets in there and, um, and I use a spray that's like a hormone spray that makes them feel calm. And, um, he let them explore, and then we go for little drives with him. Remember that? He yeah, would just ease them into it. Um, but He'd start off just sitting there in the yeah, car. And the, but we did travel with them um, in the in the what is it called a kennel? Is yeah. a carrier? We 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 traveled with them in the carrier the whole time because we didn't want them to get out or escape, and or even like if we got into an accident for them to be, you know, ejected from the vehicle, like none of that. So, but oh they God. literally slept the entire 14 hours they went into their like trauma response mode yeah it's like this is uncomfortable and strange yeah we're gonna sleep on each other and stick together and literally just like sleep through this yeah they were powerful babies they said some in the power some of the power and they did they really did and um basically they were perfect and we did put the litter box in there just in case they they needed to go but they, they just didn't. slept i mean they truly, literally slept i think just exposing them to it like the car made them more comfortable to where mm-hmm. they actually could sleep mm-hmm. and just because they were like uh oh, man this is gonna be a while we're mm-hmm. just gonna sleep you know like at first they were uncomfortable but once they started to sleep they were like i'm not waking up until i'm like in a better place um the hotel room was interesting yeah, yeah. Well, we got to the hotel room like who was it elio Atticus found his voice yeah okay <laughs> Atticus, Atticus had never meow. really meowed but he sure does now yes well he still doesn't meow he goes Brrr. yeah <laughs> but he that was where he like found his he started screaming yeah in the hotel room he was like he was screaming and elio was just hiding under things. yeah they were so oh my cute gosh they were freaked out we brought their bowls and their blankets and fed them their soft food and that helped a lot yeah that helped a lot but they were freaking the fuck out they were like yeah. why are we here and but once that we got was, to the apartment though they were like this is it they were cool yeah they were like all right like they they started oh, seeing their old things we like took them to your room first though yeah, yeah I didn't want them to be lost in the moving process, so I took them to Anthony's room in New Jersey. Yeah, my whole childhood bedroom. So yeah. the, the Anthony stench was strong. And Elio there. was so happy. <laughs> he was very happy. Smelling my old pillowcases. Elio's Anthony's clothes. little baby. Yeah. Yeah, that's so sweet. I always thought that was so sweet. I want to take them back there. I know. Maybe when we go to Florida, leave them my mom. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. So to round the story out, we finally made it here, and oh my gosh! We thought one month of time would be enough. No, no, babe. The what? size. Oh, we haven't even talked about it. Yeah, when we first walked in, it was like amazing. The apartment was huge, like way bigger than we ever could have imagined. Like. Ever, 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 we thought we we got, we actually didn't bring a ton of furniture because we thought it wasn't going to fit. Would have fit perfectly, you know. I mean, I'm glad the stuff that we didn't bring, we didn't bring because we didn't need it. You know what I mean? But like, we were concerned that we weren't going to have enough space. No, this place was huge, bro. Like the FaceTime was deceptive in the sense that it made it seem smaller, and just that glorious like moment of getting here. And we like, I open the door and I, I'm walking up the stairs. I'm like envisioning my new life, you know, and I'm kind of doing this on my own because Balin is with the babies mm-hmm. down in Jersey. So I'm like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. All of this hard work, all of these tears, all of this stress. Oh my gosh, the stress the uncertainty and the unknown, it amounted to this moment of just like, this is my new home and I love it. And it's actually exceeding every expectation and and dream that I could have had for it. 
And man, like it was just incredible. We, it was the most incredible day. Thank you to Balin's mom for getting some moving people to help unpack the U-Haul. Like that. Yeah, was my mom so was a G. Useful. Both my moms. That was so. so they were useful. so helpful. That my moms took care of us. They basically packed up packed up our whole apartment. And Samantha drove it. Samantha drove my whole apartment. My mom paid for the movers. Paid for the hotel. She really just like paid for the boxes for the tape for our food while we you know while we were moving like she just she did everything for us you know yeah she did she really took care of us it was a really sweet send-off and uh she remember she cried yeah and I, uh, <laughs> like, I was like why are you crying your time to become an adult man is now <laughs> you must defend her at all costs <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, about that. I'm still me, you know, right? <laughs> and I was like, bye. I was like unemotion. I was like emotionless because at that point I was still depressed. And I'm not depressed anymore. I was going through a depression um, back then because I don't even know. I don't know what was. I think it was the pandemic mixed with graduating, mixed with the online school, mixed with grad school rejections, mixed with it was a transition, mixed with. It was basically just like filling up a cup with all the sodas at the fountain. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a lot. And also a lot of good stuff. It was just hard. It was hard to navigate all the bad stuff with the good stuff, you know? Yeah. Cause there's so much of both. <sighs> so anyway, we got here. Apartment's amazing. It's like 1920s, 1930s, like literally aesthetic, but it's updated and it's totally amazing. We have like this beautiful, oh my gosh, probably the best thing about our apartment is our stove, which we should take better care of and keep cleaner underneath the carriage. Mista. We have this like sick ass just pad. It's amazing. And like, we'll get into another uh, episode, like how we've grown into the place and all that and how life has been since, you know, that moment that we finally made the treacherous journey and we're here. And, but ever since then, it's been, I don't know, it's just been like, this is where we're meant to be. Yeah. It just felt right from that one moment. It was like, yep. This feels right. And all those settling in things were hard, but they were so fun and so worth it. Like it's, it's so worth it to have been able to like find ourselves in a new place and and come into our own. And if, so if you're feeling basically, if you're feeling like moving somewhere, move, you know what I mean? Like just do it. Is grind and grind and use your resources, ask for help. Yeah. That's the main thing is like asking for help. Like we, stayed on hannah's couch several times we asked people in the area like hey can you check out this place for us like what do you know about this place Mm -hmm. like all my reach out to all my cousins trying to find a job like i don't know it it helps a lot to move to a place where you have family or friends you know and but if i guess if you're in the middle of some place where all you know is your little town like you can still make it happen if you can find a way and you you can do it for a lot less like our best friend maddie moved from nashville to seattle in her car yeah she just was okay with bringing that amount of things right that was all she brought that's all she brought and and she had a roommate and they just you know they did their thing Mm -hmm. she's still doing her thing in seattle there's a lot of different approaches you can take we're just kind of extra yeah and i feel like moving to new york is like a whole thing because it's everybody's trying to move to new york you know what i mean yeah it's also just new york it's like a different country and we 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 definitely i think it's like we've decided that like we're here to stay for a while but not forever yeah we'll be here for a while we'll be here for our 20s but we got our eyes on something else. Yeah. That's yeah. All we'll say about That's what we'll say for now for legal reasons. <laughs> <laughs> a lot Shout of legal out to reasons. The law. <laughs> I'm a lawyer. I'm a lawyer in a second life. Yeah. Dang, boo, you were a lawyer. Oh my god. Well, good talks. Oh good man. Talks. Good times, boo. Look at us. Lots of legal. Oh my God. Thinking back to that Nashville fucking apartment, I realized how un- that's why I was depressed because the fucking life there was terrible. I should. What? Just living in Nashville, you mean? Well, I'm not that Nashville's bad. I love Nashville. But it just was like, I don't know, something about our setup there was just not right. It was, it it was, was so rushed. Drab. I wish we would have had like a, an apartment in the city or something. Like Me too. If we ever do move back to Nashville, which. 
Yeah, it would be East Nashville or the city. Yeah, honestly, I would be, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, kind of that, like, west side area. Like, almost, like, the west part of downtown. I would like to be able to walk out of the apartment and go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, it was tough. Because the thing about New York City, like, we're far outside of Manhattan. You know, we're a 45-minute train ride out of Manhattan. But simultaneously, you walk outside, you got... One of the best bakeries you've ever been to. One of the best Italian restaurants you've ever been to. You do your grocery shopping. You walk. Mm-hmm. You know, in Nashville, where we were, we were just like off the beaten path. And totally. We were 20 minutes from downtown. That's like fucking, you're almost in rural Tennessee at that point. Yep. I mean, it's a little bit of an exaggeration, but. Well, it was like, it definitely was, it was like. woodsy. We could live there. It was like the right price. So we lived there and it yeah. was the right size. So we lived there. But like. Right. That, that's the thing. It's like price and size. We want to get the best of both worlds. Yeah. So but I feel like if we ever moved back to Nashville, we would just get a house because we'd be at that point in our life. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I think up next for us is house. Next after this place is house. Could be. Renting a house or buying a house. Hopefully buying. Okay. You got big plans. You want to get that job. Yep mm-hmm anthony's about to become my sugar daddy <laughs> he is yeah i was stressing about jobs today for the summer but he calmed me down i was manic all day you're gonna be okay boo you know i that's the thing this time last year you know how i was about jobs yeah i know i feel you i was you in do the same feel exact me. position it was it's different though we've identified what factors are different though i feel like it's warranted how much I'm stressing. Not that yours wasn't warranted, but that like, I think you should have trusted the process a bit more. But for me, it actually is like, cause it's really difficult to find a temporary position like that. Like, well, because you're, you want to be in your industry and have it be temporary. I wanted to be in my industry. I'm willing not to be in my industry, but like, I do want to make enough money to live the way I want to live. And I'm, so that's what I'm willing to compromise on. Like if it's the right check, I'll do it. You know what I mean? Mm. Other thing is I don't want to be like killing myself over the summer. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Again. Exactly. And also I want like, yeah, like that, like there are, there are definitely like I looked into it. I just had an interview for a job, uh, that would have been, you know, a big check, but it would have been, I would have had to live away from Anthony and my babies and I can't do that. Yeah. So, and it was in my field, but I, I just, I just can't do that. So, mm. so I said, nope, passing it along to somebody else. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, life is about choices and you should follow your gut. If you have a gut instinct, listen to it. Don't ever just be unhappy because you, you know, and if you feel unhappy, trust that and make yourself happy and chase it, chase happiness. You know, I'm not saying like it's been happiness ever since we lived here, but it definitely has been a huge, vast improvement for me mentally. Like, (laughs) yeah, I I mean, it's choices too. Like, I mean, I went through probably the, one of the worst mental health periods in my life, the first two to three months of working here living here <laughs> well, was that's because your job that's what i'm saying i i had to mm-hmm. that was a choice deciding to leave it and finding a new place was a choice mm-hmm. exactly so i'm speaking to you're speaking to it um you're speaking truth words amazing let's well, go to sleep i'm tired now y'all good night everybody thank you so much and watch out for our next episode what's it gonna be on i don't know uh listener's choice well we'll have some things prepared but yeah if you do want to suggest something we'll do it give some suggestions (laughs) ask us questions if you have questions about anything we talked about or anything you're curious about let us know hit us up hit us up and we might be talking about who we were when we were 16 or maybe how we met or maybe like some juicier things if you want (laughs) legal things yeah so hit us up bayonet out out